Hey, Claw Culture listeners, I'm not doing laundry this week, so that's dope. Uh, we got another snippet for you from me in Alaska, Cargo Colts, the Nihilist Millennial Record. This song is called Joe McMillan. You can still pre-order the record before it drops. On Friday, October 2nd, I memorized it this time before I did this drop. Uh, it's the next Bandcamp day, so you can still get the uh, the CDs with the hard booklet, with the linen cover, the Zapruder film CD case, necklaces, t-shirts, all that at wreckandcrew.bandcamp.com. All right, so peep the new snippet. After that, the new episode will kick off. This is Joe McMillan for me and Alaska's Cargo Colts. Peace. They're the thing that gets us to the thing. You know who said that? No, no, I don't. You did. Page 36, closing paragraph. Yeah. I'm in about as low as I can go I'm talking flow, riding low The first episode of Glow Bereft of hope, dead broken, all alone I was feral in the wilderness Lost and far from home Like Odysseus, trying to find my way back to Penelope Party to party like, yo, check out my melody I think there's a message in there It's Melly Melody So what you gonna do but take a ride like J.O. Felony? People telling me darkness before the light is such my own cheering section And yes, when they put your lighters up A pretty party, your wishes I wish the real Skilo scene Instead I messed around and lost the voice like I was Zilo Don't believe in Elohim, I believe we could be redeemed The fiend before a team, now heavy D up in the limousine Get to where I am, I had to go low like a limbo king But that was not the thing, it was the thing that got me to the thing Things that didn't kill me, but I would've rather die I mean, I'm happy that I did it, cause I'd rather be alive Another episode of Call Out Culture. This is going to be a first for us because, oh, sorry, let me introduce myself. My name is Alaska. I'm here with my friends Curly Castro. You. And Zilla Rocca. Greetings. A very subdued Curly Castro tonight. Very subdued. No yelling. Two straight episodes and no Curly Castro yelling. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's the fans weird. are going to be disappointed, I, I'm going to have to tell you. <laughs> ain't gonna be no, is it, and there ain't gonna be no yelling. Summer's over. What? What if I mention WandaVision? Well, that Fuck that you. fucking bitch! <laughs> Look, <laughs> don't mention that bitch around me. I don't say her name. The Great Pretender. Fuck that bitch. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously, real. I, re- I mean it too. It's it's like the vitriol is so real. Hold on, y'all. I got I got some mail today. Y'all want to know what I got in the mail? What'd you get? Sure. Two very one item, I think came from China. Anything that takes more than two weeks, y'all trust is coming from China because they really jacking it up. Like I got especially if it gets to the point when you're tracking it and it just disappears off the tracking system for two days. Out the track and it's like two weeks and then just shows up. It shows up on like DHL or something. Like that transfer is really bugged. Seriously. So one thing I I did order is totally lost. I don't think I'll get it. It was like a desk for my girl. Okay, but let me show y'all what I got. Like a desk you um go open up like on a bed. And like adjust yeah. and stuff like that. Word. So that's the only thing. So I wanted to show y'all. Oh, you got nice. Ray? No, no, no. Mm. This is something very special. Cuban Links one? No, look at it. Can you read it? Okay. Oh, instrumentals. Oh. Damn, you got the, the Cuban Links yes. instrumentals. Just nice. the instrumentals. I, I went wow. and found that special pack. 
I mean, I had, I have this record, so I was like, you know, whatever. But then I wanted to, so now I'm just gonna play these, bump these instrumentals, yo. And I think it's purple vinyl. Let me it's see. Crazy. Yes. Wow, look at that. That's fire. And just the instrumental, you know what I'm saying? We know that this is record, indeed you know flames. You mm-hmm. know this record, so I, I just thought that'd be nice. And even though I'm on the label, I still buy label shit. Wow, you were always get he gets mad at me. Let me tell y'all, Woods always gets mad at me when I when, I, when he sees one of my orders pop up. Because <laughs> I can literally just go to New York and grab a copy. <laughs> um, but I, I like you know I, I support. I don't care, and I end right. up having like three copies because Woods will give me a copy. Like I have two copies of Shrines. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying I got I think I have two copies of Paraffin. I'm not sure. So then all right, bomb. Look at this packaging. Shout out Anton. Shout Vice out Anton. President of Backwood Studios. So we got the Dower Candy Vinyl wrapped Ooh. in the Banging Ashes 57 t-shirt design. Fire. What is that? What record is that? Dower Candy, baby. No, I know what the record is, but what is the shirt? It's just more advertising. So what, what Woods and them did was get him to do more art for them. Oh, okay. Put in the center, and then they That's made fire. a t-shirt out of this stuff. So you know y'all nice. familiar with Ashes stuff because I remember when I bumped into Ashes stuff, I said, "Wait a minute!" I said, "That's the Dow Candy." And it, it, it was like, "Yeah, that's the, that's the artist." Oh, oh shoot, it's wow. problem. Let me let me show y'all this part too. I want to show y'all. So yeah, listeners, if y'all can't tell, we are just geeking over my recent purchases. Um, it's fire, dude. And now we're talking about Dow Candy repress <laughs> double vinyl. <laughs> One sleeve, though. Oh, that's the back of the vinyl. Okay, cool. Oh, I yes, never noticed that. Watch. Yeah. yeah, that's ill. Wait, there's more art, y'all. Hold on. There's, there's a sleeve in here. Uh-oh. What's this? Oh, wait. Oh, okay. There's a double sleeve in here. So be careful. I'm not being so gross. Just okay. so you guys know, I'm, I'm watching Monday Night Football, and the Killers are going to be playing the halftime show to an empty stadium mm. today. I love it. That's what that's America funny. wants right now. <laughs> but no, aren't, aren't some stadiums open and some closed? Yeah, this one's completely empty. That's crazy. Oh. It's the, uh, oh, it's the a... opening the opening game in Las Vegas. Okay, so uh, yeah, they I think they're doing it um, by region, how bad the infections are, whatever like that. Yeah, they, I, they I think it's like just really capacity. up to the, the state and the team. The stadium. And that's so yeah. weird just because you're going state by state. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just mm. weird to me. But anyway. Well, I mean, it's, I think the most I've seen is like 2,500 people in a whole stadium. So we got this and boom, y'all. Nice. That's just Oh, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's gorgeous. So they had, um, look, that's the bridge, right? Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. And wait, wait, wait. Last part. And then we can get into it. Silver vinyl. Ooh. Look at that. Tough juice. That's fresh. And nice. they've been asking. If, and Z, this got your joint redacted on here. Oh, Undercard, yeah. Gilgamesh. Yeah. Poachers, 1001 Nights, Tinsel Time. This is a, this is a favorite, yo. Yeah, uh, Tumbleweed with Aesop. That t-shirt, A$AP Rock. That t-shirt is real fresh. This is that joint with Fool's Gold with Open Mike Eagle, everybody's favorite mocha only, and Elusive. Huh. And uh, Cueto Carnival. Yeah, yo. This this one, I think this record is where Z went off. He really got into Woods. On oh this yeah, record, that, that's, that's my breakthrough right there. Don't yeah, you? this is this is Wood. This is a, a Zilla's keystone into the world of Woods was when Dow Candy hit, and it was like I was into history, and Z was like, Dow Candy is like he dropped history and resolved me. He's a superhero, 
but he still had to get up and go to work tomorrow. Like that's that's yep. what Down Candy is. Like I love it. <laughs> All right, y'all, we can get cracking. All right, I'm happy now. Cool. So so this week is sort of a milestone for us because this is great, man. We did it. We have enough fans that yes. we can actually <laughs> support a mailbag episode. We had to so give us we enough out questions. to our fans Not and like we asked people. them to send us questions. And we're just going to run through them and answer those motherfuckers for you. Guys. Oh, I love it. This is great. See, look, this, this is, is the back. Look. Woo! That's the oh, back, the red. Yeah, That's the hole in the man. back, yo. Still over. What, what, what is the line being said that Scorsese is still over? Still oh, over, the pi- over the Pyrex like purple tape. There's a beginning <laughs> line he says. Yep, still over the sink like red. I forget, I forget the line. Shouts to Scorsese. He knows that shit. Yeah. And then Scorsese used his cover for one of his records, right? Yep. Yeah, he did. Yep. It was yeah, but it was like uh, Undertaker and Razor and, Ramon or some shit, right? or Triple yeah. H or something like that. One of those. Yeah. All, all that wrestling yeah. shit, I don't, I don't know about anymore. But shouts to him. We, when we get him on the show, we're gonna, we're gonna try to go in on that wrestling tip. All mm-hmm. right, all right. So, so our first question comes from Johnny Hatchback. At Johnny Hatchback. Hatchback. What's up, uh, Johnny? He wants to know our thoughts on people. Even people who know of them, not including indie rappers in their top five or ten greatest rappers list. Mm. Uh, what is our what are our thoughts on that? Wait, I'm 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 confused. It's, so he what, wants to know like why aren't more people including indie rappers in their top ten or fifteen? Oh, cool. Because I I told you when we were going through these questions, any top five, top this, I'm not answering. Yeah. Um. So oh um. I'm well, a Virgo. I, mean, I like lists, so I'm all about this shit. Yeah, but this the, I think and, the and just so you know, some of the questions I got clarification on. Okay, good. Thank so you. if there's like, you know, <laughs> I basically just wanted to like really set the parameters so we could get into it. I mostly just okay. try to guide it into a way that I wanted to go. <laughs> no, but, I uh, think, um, I think, well, first off, you know, it just starts with uh, familiarity when, when it comes to like lists. Yeah. Um, popularity is always like paramount. Mm-hmm. So even now, more people in the world know of Nas than LP. I, mm-hmm. I can make a million, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, budgets. Yeah, and also, yeah. like, our, even Aesop Rock, very popular in our scene, right? But more people know Cameron and AZ. Just yeah. over length radio. of time, radio. Um, mm-hmm. Like, all right, the other day, um, Alaska, I don't know who you're watching, but um, on the NBA playoffs, every break, you hear um, a King, King's Disease song in the distant background. So he didn't even have, like, they didn't put the music up high. It was just Wait, always in the disease. Um, Nas's yeah. last record. Oh, okay. Nas's last record. So, but like little pieces, and I was asking, I was like, damn, did Nas get this contract? But it's mm-hmm. in the back. But every time, and, but what do we know? We know Nas's voice. I know Nas's voice in my sleep. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He also has, um, speaking of Nas, the new Hennessy commercial talking to the 99, this black 99 grand master champion, and they go through him mm-hmm. at, the, um, at the parks playing chess. Speed round, yep. shit talkers, like, and just show them, like, they have this one great scene where he's in the deep rain playing in the blindfold or whatever. But Nas's voice yep. is on the thing that's like, when you practice this much for this, Hennessy, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just like the, the, that voice that you might have heard on commercials, mm-hmm. indie rappers might not have that. But yeah, Merce has commercial work. Slug, you know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. certain voices to me, first off, that's where those lists start. If you can recognize the voice, because of use from the artists, licensing and stuff like that. I think those things will pop into people's minds. I caught myself looking at a list and it was just like top three. What's everybody's top three artists? And it was a lot of um, like Boldy and Westside or um, 
uh, Travis Scott a little bit because he just dropped mm-hmm. that McDonald's meal. Yep. But just, but just like I was noticing, it was like, you know, it was maybe one or two JLX. There was a Kai Ness and Billy Wood. I was looking for us, so I was actually yeah. looking for un, um, Indian Underground, and I started seeing like, what it uh, Lupe Jada, like you know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. like familiarity to me was breeding those lists. I was looking at a lot of lists with mm-hmm. a lot of familiar names. So I also mm-hmm. think when it comes to indie, sometimes we're flashing the pan. So some, yeah. you know, one of us might be popular for like, what's, what's indie popularity, six months? Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, that's what I was gonna say. But I think even, even like within that, like somebody who's popular for a long time, like Aesop. Right. Like the fan base in indie doesn't stay as long no. as the fan base to the, to the more sort of mainstream, right? So most yes, people have like a little window where they're like, I have time to like go and find music and find this new artist. And like, you know, mm-hmm. really like go to shows because you're not going to really hear indie artists unless you're going to shows a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So you have that sort of window where you spend a lot of time in that scene and then it turns over. So somebody like Aesop who's had like a 20 year career, mm-hmm. he's probably gone through five or six different groups of fans. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like Nas or Jay-Z has had steady yeah i think the rotation the fan rotation like so let's say let's say asap gets new fans every one and a half records just for math purposes Mm -hmm. whereas nas commercially branded those fans and nobody really dropped off being a nas fan if you were into Mm -hmm. it was written in Illmatic, even though those so many years will go um same thing with like master p fans people still talk about like ice cream like that longevity in that commercial space carries a lot more um heft in terms of like keeping that fan in 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 in, in step, like you're saying, yeah. Alaska. These uh, indie fans rotate. Like Z says all yeah. the time, we'll we'll pop back up um, and try to find a you know internet personality blog or whatever. And every year and a half, those things disappear. They disappear those people, yeah. Or those people are around, but they don't do it no more. I remember yeah. me and Z pop back up. I can't remember what project it was, and we was doing it. it I think it was Z. It was a uh, no vacation too. We were starting to see. All the people that were down for shadow boxes, uh, yeah, and a lot but, of those yeah. journalists were yeah. gone. That was, so that's that, a different so, era. Yep. So that changed the rotation of what we were doing, and I, that, I, I, I right. agree with you, Alaska. That's What's, the um, yeah. and and I think you know, like, you know, you once you get to a certain age, you don't really have time unless you're like super diehard to chase down music. Yeah, for real. Right. Yeah. You just sort of like music becomes like third, fourth, fifth. Sixth, I think there was a study done, like, like literally, like us. Yeah, like there was a study done where like the cutoff age for people was like thirty three. Mm-hmm. To, to about check right. for new music. Kids. Yeah, like you just don't have time to be like, oh, did you hear the new fucking trippy red song? What? Dog, I, I gotta, I gotta pay this mortgage and then make breakfast and lunch for my kid. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Speaking of which, the financial considerations of trying out a new artist are different mm-hmm. once you get older. Right. Yeah. You, you start saying like, like I really. I can't afford to gamble, meaning like I can't really buy a record for somebody I don't know that's not good. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna have a safe bet. So as you get older, yeah, Trippy Red might be out. I never maybe I heard two or three songs, but you know, Lupe has dropped such and such and many records I can count on a Lupe release. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like mm-hmm. safe safe money. I think with, with indie artists is a like all right, the the ransom phenomenon I think is interesting. Ransom has been around forever. <laughs> all right, doing like mm-hmm. mixtapes with Clue, with, with clue tapes. Mm-hmm. And then recently, uh, last, I'm not no, familiar, but he has this director's cut um, with Nicholas Craven, smaller records, but so very popular. That's the Chon Wizard. Drop that John, I would say more popular than, than Ransom stuff in the, in the 90s that we all know about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Late 90s. 
So like, that's somebody that's like, if, if you try him out, you might have um, not so much buyer's remorse because you remember him from some years back. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. o, when OC pops up on Mellow Music Group and does a record, you're like, you yeah. know what? Time's up. I trust OC. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I also feel like there's a certain trust with some artists that have some longevity. For us as older fans, we'll, I'll invest in more. Yeah. And, and I think there could also be the element of like the things that are more prevalent, like older things that are more prevalent in culture still mm. tend to replace the things that you don't hear as much anymore. Right. So like yeah. when I was younger, I hated like all the puffy shit. I hated like all the May shit, all the biggie shit. I was really yeah, into underground yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, like that stuff is the stuff I hear more and more. And like you start to reevaluate and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually pretty good. And you're not hearing the J Tread song anymore. No. Yeah. Right. So that fades from your memory and these things start to fill in the space. So Yep. Yeah. So totally so did agree. we tackle that one? Yeah, let's go to the next one, man. All right. So this also is from Johnny, if we want to give it to him. Uh who are the greatest rappers when it comes to live performance? Let's just each give like one. Buster. Oh. Buster. Um it's a good one, Um I have to stick with a, a good oldie but goodie because he really inspired me to even get my live game up to a certain level. And this is, is wise intelligent. I watched this man um, go up there. You know, I think he had somebody with him, but it definitely was like a wise intelligent show. It wasn't a PRT show, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like my freshman year in college. So to date myself, that'd be like 95, late 95. Mm-hmm. And I just to watch this man hold court with acapellas, like cut the beat. And he had this um, one scheme, um, and I don't write shit because the right shit is the wrong shit and the wrong shit gets the right shit. And it was just that. And I was sitting there like, oh mm. my God. And then at one point he was hanging on, like, you know, the scaffolding that holds like stage lights. Mm-hmm. He was hanging on one like Vince Carter in the rim and rapping. And I was just amazed that not one hiccup, not one missed word, not one sped up cadence. He didn't seem rushed, even if he was doing a faster flow. And that was my first time seeing why I was like, Lot. I, I know the um, rock this funky joint, you know, but you know, certain mm-hmm. songs you might think, okay, that's how they are on the song, whatever. But I would say it was wise intelligence, and I, 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 I would, you know, me, and it's a tie between wise intelligent and De La Soul. Okay. Uh, right. I, for me, it's still probably KRS. KRS gives like an insane. Whew. Good call. Yeah. Oh, and then also, as far as modern, 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 uh, modernity, modern, how do y'all say the word? Modernity. 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 Modernity, thank you. As far as modernity goes, I would have to dive a tie between Arm and Hammer and Premrock. I would go modern to I'll go Reef. Reef the Lost Cause. Oh yeah, I, was, I watched him Reef, the other day. I've watched Reef so many fucking times on stage. Bring he is the epitome of the Philly rapper in all the best ways. Like he to me is like Philly LL on stage. Yeah, sweat intense. And at, at a certain crowds. point, he's sweating. But the best part I like is when he when Reef really gets into it, he kicks his shoes off. Takes his so shoes off. He starts moving. He's, shit. Oh, he's barefoot. Reef. And what's, what's real good about Reef, um, Alaska? I don't know if y'all ever um, toured together, shared stages. Is like, and now he's so much. Com- he's, I mean, we're talking comfortable. He'll mm-hmm. start doing like R and B favorites and sing the whole song. He's all that. Like he, he gets into Reef. it. Sing Roberta Flack. He'll sing Aretha. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Him and his DJ, um, Caliph Now. Shout out, Shasta Caliph. Shasta Caliph. Yeah. yeah, but um, cool. yeah. My my pick though is Arm and Hammer. Um, yeah. I watched them. I watched them evolve. 
uh, I know how Woods performs, and I know how Elusive performs. And then to watch with Arm and Hammer, though, it's pr there's preciseness because there's very complexities in terms of, like flows and stuff. There's the audio visual component; they always have mm -hmm. something playing behind them. And um, to me, it's like you want to see a hypnotized crowd. Go to Arm and Hammer show. Mm. The crowd is, is is totally like zoned out, knowing the words. And the funny part is, a lot of people don't even know what the words mean when it comes to Arm and Hammer records, but they know right. these words. And um, and and just the commanding presence that Woods and Elusive have. Yeah, I'd have to put them up there. And, and my man Primrock. Primrock okay. is Prim's all that. Prim's incredible. But one of the best freestylers. He can hold a crowd by himself with me with kills. Mm -hmm. Oh, sketch. real quick, Lyft. Lyft. Lyft's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Lyft and Acro. And Merch. Yeah. When Merce. I saw yeah, Merce Lyft, is great too. when I saw Lyft with the hand, everybody, all listeners yep. know. So Lyft holds the crowd in his hand, oh, literally, that's about them and three fingers, raises, that's and then he stick. raises it up and raises it up, and the crowd is going with it. And ah, oh, man, that's my man. Yeah, Shout, out Shout out to Lyft. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, what's the next question, my boy? Okay, so the next question comes from Free Music Empire. And he wants to know, should rap have more or less subgenres? Ooh. You know, this is um, a, I saw this question. And I remember Shouts to Gang. Gang was going back and forth about the art rap tag. Um, you know, there's like, the, there's like the conscious rap tag. There's uh -huh. the street rap tag. Um, I, think, I think it's good in a way to be – to give people a navigational tool – to be like, what is this? How do I find more people like this that I enjoy? Right. To say like, what it like ransom. I wouldn't be like, Oh, you like ransom? Check out a uh, Fife dog. You know what I mean? Like that's not, you'd be like, Oh, you like ransom. You might like Joe button or you might like fab. You know what I mean? Like those New York right. street dudes. Right. So I think that's cool to give people kind of like breadcrumbs to lead them from one place to the next. But I understand the counter argument of being like, you start limiting people to those little, those little compounds. They don't want to get out of them sometimes. So, you know, you may not, if you are into quote unquote art rap, maybe you don't want to hear chic luch or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. So uh, I think there's pros and cons. Um, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go left. I was going to say, I think they're self-imposed ghettos. It, it sort of forces you to stifle your own creativity I think they're generally bad. I think it's bad for any form of music. I feel mm. like it causes separation in co creative communities. Mm. Um, it causes separation in fan bases. Yes. Um, and it, it sort of makes a bigger movement into a little movement. Ah, so I'm, that's, that's I'm pretty pretty against them, honestly. I feel that. I um, feel like it's natural that they're, they're, they exist, but I'm not for them. I think they're bitch shit. <laughs> I... Um... <laughs> I'm with the last on this, um, and I, I'm, I'm going to make it personal. Um, coming from, a, uh, you know, I'm a person of color. I know we don't have mm -hmm. videos, so people can't tell sometimes I'm a black guy on the podcast. And um, I, I, my race is, is um, we, we fight against dividing the already divided. So in, instead of, truth be told, instead of just African race, African-American race, whatever you want to call it, we have Catholics, uh, Baptists, um, Muslim, mm -hmm. um, uh, evangelicals, even um, five percenters. Um, you see, y'all see where I'm getting at? Conservatives, right. um, career professionals. Like, don't divide the already divided. We're already chopping each other up into little little pieces, 
and and you're diluting it. You know what I'm saying? So the LGBT is over here, and the religious zealots are over here, and the um the hardcore street knowledgeists are over here. When when there's probably some um common ephemera within that. They would tie right. everything together, and we all know you put those three things I just mentioned together. That's oh, that's a little more powerful. So when when we when we keep on chopping these little things up, I understand that in terms of like maybe some self empowerment, maybe um people like Soul and Six Two and them needed to define themselves at first because it mm-hmm. seems like you know what I'm saying they're carving their own niche. But at the same time, uh, Cabadonna's hip hop, uh, Royal Flush's hip hop, Soul is right. hip hop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um. Shoot, so Williams is hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I yeah. feel like including the whole cloud, let's let's all link arms on that tip. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think when you start separating, you allow people to create a dichotomy within a community community as to what's good and what's bad within that community. Right. Instead yes. of embracing something that like there's multiple levels of, of people. Like it's not a monolith. Yeah. Right. We said that giant all the time, dynamic art form. Up, and I, when we came up, and last of you, a little half generation ahead of us in terms of uh-huh. listening, there definitely was variety. Like, I mean, like, yeah. ad nauseum, Queen Latifah and Karis One and Skilo and Snoop Dogg, yeah. like, all that. And then remember, those all shared playlists. When that, when that stuff yeah. was viable to be played on the radio, that all was in there with the R&B, with some yeah. classical, contemporary, you know what I'm saying, Whitney or whatever like that. Or, um, you know what I'm saying? Y'all get what I'm saying. So I yeah. think now... Yeah it homogenized like crazy. Like now there's literally like maybe one and a half, two types of hip hop on the radio. When back in the day, I could clearly point at 10 different types. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So next question, this is, next question is from at, this one's a good one. All right. From uh, Max Nopo. What's and up, he Max? wants to know if you can add a verse to any posse cut, which posse cut would you choose? So the idea is, you, Zilla, you, Castro, me, Alaska, I got we're answers. adding a verse to a posse cut, but we also have to, in order to do this, we have to eliminate a verse from the posse cut. Oh, that's so, that's, when you added that part, I thought I saw that commercial. I wasn't in there. You added <laughs> that part? Well, no, I, I asked him and I was like, what about this? And he was like, so, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, you mother, that changes my shit. Um, you got well. You got to go scenario, and you got to eliminate Dinko D. He's got to go. The Dinko got the, Dinko is flowing on that D I yeah. sent O. You know that. You know that. He's the weak link. He's the weak link. Oh, he's the weak link. When when they did the animation of the Dinko and the I N C and did the flow. First, but if I, that didn't happen, you'd be like, "What the?" But, fuck but it did. It about? did. See, the video came out. But first. But if I eliminate him, you don't know that. You don't even know. But the video came out first with the D and the O and the I and C in the middle. Like I see it. I see it right now. Like the if I see it, it's right but, there. Yeah. All but right, all right, cool. I, I, I ain't trying to. I'm not. Trying all right, to. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like that. That. That's the first thing that I would think of comes to mind. You got. Mm. You got zap him out of the song. Mm. Okay, I got. See this one. I would say wait. Or a fire which you can burn. I'm in Delaware on C's track, but wow. who do you take off? Right. That that's my that's the problem. So I would have to. That would be my first initial. All right. I'm but before you it. change it, I'm gonna do but it. I, I'm, I got one. I'm I got doing one. triumph. And who? I'm doing triumph. I'm who? Taking, who's I'm taking? I'm taking jizz off. You don't really do anything. Ah, uh, but no. Don't him and Master Killer have the eight bars together. Yo, Killer's my man. I'm not. I'm not. But that's. Him. But isn't that like them together but, having but like man, a sixteen? Master Killer's got like his own little moment. But Jizza does like yeah. four to eight bars. He don't even care. He's just. Oh, I thought of, you were gonna say Yui because I was about to slap the shit out of you. 
You know, nah, uh, come on. Nah, yeah, I, I, know, I, I respect hey, you, you too much. I respect our friendship too you much. Yui's verse on there is one of his B plus verses. That's all I'll say. It, it's fire. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Okay. I'm taking Jizzle. I, I don't know. Because that beat's so hard. Yeah. But Jizzle doesn't even kind of care. He's just kind of like whatever on that joint. Oh, all right, all right. I would take Rock Cocaine Flow, but then who do you take mm, off? Pause. Because I just, I, I just, I would take Pause. Uh, after maybe Dove, but no, nah, yeah. I'm, 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 nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Uh, same as it never was. Um, Yak Balls. I could. Uh, wow. Hey, wow. hey, I could. I, I'll take Yak off. And I'll jump on it. And I remember when Same As Never Was first dropped, the dissonance was bothering me. Where's the last? I don't know. I was like, what is that? What is that? Like, why is that in this song? And then that's what, that would make me stop from going to the other, because I didn't know it was a posse cut at first. Because all oh. of that sounds and stuff, I skipped it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then I went back and was like, okay, I'm going to hold you. Oh, word. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Same As Never. I'll take that. What do you got? Like this? Hmm. I, I had one that I thought I was going to use, and then I realized, like, couldn't really fuck with it because there wasn't anybody I wanted to take off it. Um, so, shit. Um, I'm going to go with Red Bull by Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh, good call. Who you taking The one, the one with Redman on it? Yeah. Yeah. Ring the Gold bell when off. it's time to eat. Like bird. And then I guess I'm going to take off Red Slaughters. That shit. Shit. Um, the pump, the pump, still like the clumps, the cat. Probably taking off meth. Wow. Oh. Yeah, because I think Dex verse is a little better. My coat on, playing with a dynamite stick. Where did I go wrong? First issue, got issue. What is hip hop? The hot nickels. It's like speaking, punk, speaking of meth. Issue. Wow, you're bugging. Even though yeah. that's who you, speaking you're of meth, even though that's who you take now, off. But, he he's he's contending for a verse, one of the verses of the year with his lemon verse. He, yeah, yeah, he kills that shit. That was unbelievable. That is ridiculous. And if anybody else yeah. wants to go a little digging. Go look at Method Man's battle verse against Hoffa. Ooh. It's wow. I was sitting there like, okay. Ma- like he Ma- set yo, up the, he, he he is, the whole thing about math. Up. Got math Hoffa. He does. It was very impressive. I was like, you Meth, can kind of do this. Meth, Meth wants it still. You can I'm get sorry. into battle. Yeah, no, Meth, you know, Meth was killing it during that um, Wu-Tang documentary. Like, anytime they showed them freestyling around. He was working that. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was killing everyone. But, yeah, his lemon verse, I'm re- I was like, Ooh, I'm yeah, really that verse like, I, I go, bananas. I go back on that. I ain't going to lie. I, remember, I kept seeing it all over Twitter, and then I, I was coming home, and it was, um, it was on, like, Shade 45, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> This oh, is really, this and it keeps going. Yes, yeah. and it's it stands long. out. He's had like, some wow. features. He has some oh. good features, yeah. but this one is like heavy duty. And to give it to the con, the ma- la machina. You already oh, know. Oh, real bro. quick, my, my backup I realize is uh, Mace on Twenty Four Hours to Live. I'm taking him off his own. So. You taking him off? You jumping on it? His, his Isn't that after DM- Wait, where's No, he goes first. Okay. It goes Mace, what? then Jada, then Black Rob, who destroys it, then Sheik, then Styles, then X at the end. Mace, Mace is just like a table. He doesn't even do shit on that song. Table setter. Okay. That's, that's boom. He's, he's great, okay. but he's not good. Right. All right, boom. Great question. Good question. Right. So, good question. so the next one comes from the homie uh, Pinland Empire, Marcus so, Pin. So Marcus. Um, Marcus P. Featuring on so, my next record. Oh, word. You got him on? Oh, yeah. Nice. My, my next record is, is heavy. It's My next record reminds me of like, you know, I just always the Dr. Manhattan line comes up. Um, they're building something gaudy when the government was working yeah. on them. I just keep thinking of that. That's what my next record is. Nice. LRH. All right. So he has two questions, and I think we can just each answer one. Um, greatest scratches or cuts on a rap song. Ooh. And then 
greatest rap group DJs. So right. I'm assuming that means like who is the greatest DJ in a rap group? Mixmaster Mike, like, Beastie Boys, like Babu, Mixmaster Mike. Um, Sorry. Mixed so wait, Master so let's start with the first one. Greatest scratches on a song. Let's start with that. Okay, I'm just gonna throw some out there first because I didn't do the research for this. But one, there's some Hail Mary Mallon songs that have amazing scratches. I agree. Yes. From, yeah, um, big Wit. Big Wit. Big Wit. I big mean, whiz. amazing. Like they gave him a section type thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, um, to me, I ain't gonna lie. And I know these ain't like traditional scratches. All right, I have two answers. Wheels of Steel. DJ oh, Hedges, great call, dude. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And the beat. For boxing hand, those weird scratches that RZA puts into the I'm, beat on methods where I don't, yeah. I, yes. I don't know what it is, and it just, it just. Now, as far as like turntablism and stuff, I would, I would say like, I would go with some bad boo stuff. There's definitely some dilated. Yeah, he, so he okay. goes he crazy. Say he's the best DJ in a group. Yeah, I, I would, I, I'll go bad. bad okay. All right. I would say I had, in a song, I would say day, I would say Daytona 500. Oh like, that yeah, sounds like a car revving up, like. Whether it's RZA or Mathematics, like that shit is. Oh like- wait, 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 wait! Yeah, let me qualify because I, I was uh, so my best scratches are Wheels of Steel, yep, and um, Outkast, and my best DJ is Babu. Okay, so, I would say, I would say Daytona 500 with a. Uh, recently, I went back to this joint. I really, I forgot how much he killed it to do DJ Dummy on Common on Shy City. That mm-hmm. motherfucker goes yeah. damn on that shit, especially at the end. Uh, oh, over over the corners, city. over the, the, no, the corner city. stuff. I know, but better Shy than city. the corner stuff. There is no cuts I, on the corners. Then, you're, yeah, think, you're thinking of premiere on the game. That's the song, the game. No, I'm thinking of six cents. Okay, yeah, no, DJ Dummy, he goes busy, and then, like I said, Mixmaster Mike to me is no longer fucking Mixmaster. I think. He's oh, Mixmaster Mike from um Beasties. Beasties? Okay, yeah, because yeah, they, they right. went through a couple so, of DJs towards the end. Yeah, he was with them. Yeah. So, so my, my greatest scratches on a song is going to be, I think, controversial. Hmm. But I think DJ Punisher gets really fucking busy at the end of Baby Got Back. Whoa. Baby Got Good Back. Eh, 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 eh. He you goes know what? fucking nuts at the you, end. That's nice. making me think of like Terminator And you know what else I wanted to bring up scratch-wise? I'm glad we kept talking about it because I was going to forget because I'm drinking. Um... The what, stuff what the that, fuck that, are you drinking? Wait, wait, what are you drinking? Sam Adams, <laughs> Oktoberfest. You drinking Sam Adams? Some pumpkin shit. It's some pumpkin yo, shit. Man, you are a changed man, dog. You you are going. So so wait, before we get into that, let me just give my my favorite uh, group DJ. It's yes, probably Jazzy Jeff. Good oh call. yeah, oh, great wow. call. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the best. Big, I'm sorry, super he's busy, best. super dick. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff in yeah. Westfield. Um, I mean, he basically gonna... like. Yeah. The, the be all end all for me. And then him and Will would talk on records, oh, right? They have some back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna bring up um Jeff Barrow's um scratches. Jeff, I was thinking of that. Move. Oh, those are good. Like yeah. That. Um, like Mysterion, like so, like yeah. there's so many songs that they do this outro and it was just yep. slow. It's just a mood. It creates a mood. It was just slow. It wasn't like it wasn't Qbert fucking. It wasn't a maga maga like Um. Oh. But he would, they would do, uh, 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 and it's slow so like release. I'll be like, and you never ever in love again. Yo, real quick, shouts to um abilities on Deep Space Nine Millimeter. Oh God! Oh yeah, he gets busy on that too. Deep Space Nine Millimeter gets busy on um on 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 Premrock's record. Uh, Queen will lighted place. He's on yes. um 
Oh man, I gotta look it up. But he's on a record. Nah, he's, he's on that record, strong. is he? Yeah, he got abilities. I, I think it was DJ Active. It's DJ Active. Active, sorry. Yeah, it's not Probably. abilities. Probably, but Active on it. Yeah. So you know, we have some too. Ooh, and always oh, shout that. out Bo Nichols has some great scratches on Billy Woods records. Bo Nichols. Oh. Yeah. All right. So we ready for the next one? Let's yeah. Do it. Sorry, just I just lost my place. Give me a second. Sorry. Uh, why don't we take a break? Yeah, this is our first break. Oh, okay. Just some new ads. We're all into it now. Shit. You guys heard the new, yeah. the new call out culture. I mean, uh, nihilist millennial song. Beginning of the show. Yep. And then I think we have a um, we have an Elijah guy, don't we? We had one last episode. Yeah. yeah. yeah we we right. You didn't listen. Yeah. You yes, didn't I did. Shut up. Listen, man. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Look, man. if y'all go, go drink, go drink look, your Boston Lager, man. Fuck if y'all go look at, if you go look at my like Spotify of all our shows, like it's like thirty shows with like fifteen minutes left. 30 minutes left. <laughs> it's like Joyce said. Well, well at least you're, you're better last because we just got 15 minutes in and fucking just walks out on every podcast. <laughs> these days. Like, I'm good. I'm good. No, I get at least, I'm good. Yo, fam. but I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I'll look back. I was like, damn, on into the 89 minutes. What were we talking about? Like, I just. Yo, me and Alaska kept it a tidy 90 minutes, man. We were in and out. No, what was, our, what, was our, what was our cleanest show recently? Like, we had a clean 50 minutes. That, that one. That oh, one. That one. Like 90. And we did like two hours of me and him just playing each other's songs that I didn't, I didn't put on the episode. Tight. All right, man. Break, break, break. break. Right. Yo, check it out. It's Ilaraka once again. New music for you to enjoy and purchase. Got a new EP out called 96 Ways I Made Out to celebrate the one year anniversary of my album 96 Mentality. This one's crazy, man. We got uh, me and the homie PQ, Philly producer and graphic designer. I uh, laced some new t-shirts for it, did a couple remixes. Um, we also got Blockhead doing a remix with Vic Spencer on there. We got Small Pro doing a remix on there. And then we got a new joint that was previously only available on the CD featuring Alaska, uh, Call Out Culture alum Wally Clark, and the homie S. Habib. What up, Beep? You can grab it now at 3dollarpistol.com. Uh, five joints, three different t-shirts, crazy as hell. 96 ways I made out. Get it. Peace. We're back. So, I'm sorry. I had a question and I lost it. Like it vanished from the timeline. Did you, did you bookmark it? Did you read the bookmark? Yeah, I had it all bookmarked. But um, it's in um, it's on our, it's on our Twitter. Feed. Yeah, on right. our on our Twitter. Yeah, no, that's um, that's where I am. Ah, uh, where? Oh, where? Well. yeah. But um, I saw we had another message and just clicked on it to see if it would go up to the top. But uh, so it was basically um, it was that dude Subo, like S U B O E. Yeah, yeah, I'm at them Yeah. Uh, and he wanted to know why doesn't Primo, or why didn't Primo bring in more like A-list talent for Gangstar Records? That's a great question. Well, no, that, that, that's DJ Rashid wrote that. Was oh, that DJ Rashid? Okay. I'm looking at it right now. She has a DJ Are we Rashid. talking about like features? Yes. Yeah. I think. I think. But isn't I there think like it's... some Inspector Decky? Yeah, but that's like some... way later. But okay, Decky, so we're talking level of Nas. So we're talking. Um, we're talking like first four Big. or five records. It is. Well, he's just. I, th- I think his point was like, why? Why did he never get the A-list dudes that he was getting beats off to on the side yeah, to actually like Jay, return Biggie, the favor? Nas. Oh, I know so, the answer to that. What do you think? Gangstar Foundation. They were dedicated to get those MCs up. Malachi, Dap, J. Ruta Damager was a big. big that was a big, big artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big Shug. Shug. Crumb Snatcher. Uh, crumbs. Um, Twins used to work with them too. Like Freddy they have Fox. a lot of. Yeah, they have yeah, a lot. Freddy so Fox. I think Smiley mm-hmm. the Ghetto Child. When you when you realize their roster, sometimes rosters have enough cats. They're like, well, we, yeah. you know, we're not going to feature. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to hire such and such. Call right. call Shug, get him. You know, yeah, I think there's a lot true. more people 
in Gangstar Foundation. Oh, who's their singer, Z? Boy Big, what's, what's the singer? Oh, y'all know oh, what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, 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 Big. It's like Boy uh, Big or something like that. His big name Bob or something, or something. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I guess like yeah. Native Tongues never did it either. Like Q-Tip produced. You know what it was too, like Bob honestly? Bob and Nas and they were never on his record. Either. I gotta say this right. too. I gotta say, outside of Crew Love and, and it was, things were very insular back then, which is true, but I think Premier like getting the $35,000 check from Biggie and not being like, oh, we'll just trade. You come on my I album mean, for free. Yeah, I yeah. get the beat for free. I think it's no, no not, want, not a malicious way, but yeah, because wait. I want that thirty-five thousand dollar check for fucking ten crack commandments. In Help my, me out, y'all. How how was Guru's features? Didn't he get features? Yeah, he was he on, on Diggable. Tracks, right? He's on Diggable. He's not on uh, really. Yeah, he's on Balloon My State. Really? On Diggable. A he's couple, but he, he wasn't every. He wasn't like dude, he, he was like dudes do features. Yeah, but fe- features weren't big back then. No, they weren't. That's yeah. true. It was more posse cuts than anything, right? Yeah. yeah. Because Karis One wasn't like on this person track, that person track. He, he, he would be, be like on like tracks. people he was specifically down with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like Heather B's yeah. record. Yeah, you know yep. I mean? He wouldn't just be on like seven dudes shit that give him a yeah. check. But then also, I right, but thinking about that, are we thinking about like the highly featured cats, Cannabis, DMX, when when, he, when we're thinking about this, or we're we just talking about him? Yeah, but but that was late. That was but late. that was the end of Gangstar. That was like towards yeah. the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they I did mean, get Jake Cole, so that's pretty huge. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, they, but they got Jodeci. They got Casey and JoJo on Royal. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a big And they had his fucking deck. But, if you, but I think, think about right. it. Guru probably was um, a little overlordian in terms of, like, lyrics. Remember, Guru would name the tracks before they even make the beat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in his mind, if, if Guru already named the track, then Premier all he got to do is produce it, Guru probably already got the three verses. Like, there was a lot yeah. of Guru. Like, let's start there. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like, let's say, Big Pun, who always had, like, a co-star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, so. But I wonder if there's an element of Primo wanting to keep that business separate. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think he'd like to get the group home money, the J-Root money, the Gangstar money, but then the fucking Jay-Z money. Because as much as we hate Solar and all that shit, uh, Guru didn't wait till later to start branching off. If you notice, Primo was always trying, uh, with Screwball, um, like, I love Screwball. But you get what I'm saying? Primo was always trying to find Black Attack. Not Black Attack. Um, what was the other group? Black something. He always trying to find some group Black and poet. bust them up. Black, Black poet. poet. And then the yeah. other group. Like, and I remember he would always kind of have a group, his own group. But it never would, um, the Flint would never catch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they'd have one or two yeah. good Primo songs, but the albums would be, you know, whatever. Even if he's producing the whole thing. And I, I, think, he, I think he wanted to find his own guru on his time and build that person, but I don't think he ever did. If y'all get what I'm saying. No. Like, I don't know. If, all right, I think Primo wanted to discover a young, like, all right, Z, in terms of, like, basketball and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, Eddie Jones is on the team, but they draft Kobe. I think right. Primo had some of that going on. I he wanted to get some younger, because he, he always tried with some of those groups. I mean, well, he, like, he was, I remember reading all his interviews. He, like, he literally, like, for what's the name in a group home? Um, that... Not a Malachi. 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 He literally went to this dude's uh, court hearing to be like, yo, don't put him in jail. I'm going to do something positive with his life and, and get him a record deal. Uh, he literally did that type of shit for all these street dudes. Like, these weren't dudes like, I'm trying to get a deal. It was like, yo, Guru's like, I fuck with you. Or Premier's like, I fuck with you. You're around us all day. You're a wayward soul. Let me save you. And yeah. Good deal. Or, or put yep. you on a record. He was good, doing that. Good calls. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, I I think I think I think it was that too. But I also think again I think the money, I think he liked that outside work too. That's all. Word. All right. What's the next all one? Right. Man? So this is the actual question from uh Sibo. 
Uh, and his question is, in 1993, you're the GM of Wu-Tang Clan. Who are you going to draft? What trades are you going to make to upgrade the roster? Same thing in 2003. You're the GM of Def Jooks. Same question. So, for example, he was like, you know, you're basically looking at cats that were around at that time. All right. Mm-hmm. Not members of, of Wu-Tang already. So, like, you could draft anyone that's, like, getting busy in 93, 92, oh, well, my, 93. Well, my Wu answer has to do with Wu-Tang. Okay. So, if, okay. I, if I'm the GM, I shore up Shaheen, the rubber mm. child. I make sure he don't go anywhere else. He stays here. I make sure he doesn't get in trouble, doesn't go to jail, or any of that. Yeah, he and got, I get his and I get his record out. Do you understand that that was a platinum record for them? Yeah. He's 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 young, he's hood, nope. and he's nope. better than all of those young stars. And he was an actor. After. Remember, he was and an he actor. Was an actor. He's in that he movie OG. He was yeah, in the so TLC like, video. Think about the timeline of that. That little Romeo stuff, that Bow Wow stuff. Mm, that's after yeah. Shaheen. And Shaheen yeah. could have cracked that off on a street level, like they were trying the to do with illegal. With Jamal yeah. and uh, you see what I'm saying, yeah. and I and yeah. I felt if they kept him out and did his record, a RZA produced, uh, you know, maybe splashing all them other cats, sons of man, you know, Shaheem was dealing with like the other little left part. He was on that mm-hmm. soul and the whole song. That's oh, a record close. that they should have had in oh. hand and put out. That could have mm. been like some Shaheem Iron Man. What if he had an Iron Man? And what if he was in their roster? That's, yeah, that's my. I opinion. agree. That's a that's a great that's a great call. Shaheem is just yeah. like forgotten. And he's good. He was really he's good. He you was good for what he was. Yeah. yeah. He could grow. Uh, who do you got last? What are you doing with Wu? For Wu Tang, I'm guessing. Um... It's tricky, man. 93. Yeah, you you got to start in 93. Yeah. I mean, like around that time, right? It's like he wants to know, right. like in 93, who are you, who are you picking to make uh... the team? I mean, there's yeah. always like Nas, just the natural chemistry with him and Ray and Ghost. Is yeah. Or the outlier. But was Nas down uh, with Wu or was Nas down with Ray and Ghost? Well, that's the thing. You're drafting that person to be part of Wu for whatever purpose gotcha. you have. You're the GM. Gotcha. So you're like, you're fielding the team with the vision. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. also, like, I would like to see what, like, someone like Kid Hood could have done mm-hmm. um, had he not passed away. Like, because he was too rugged for the native tongue shit. Yeah, he was. Um, okay, he could have sounded yeah. real dope with uh with Wu-Tang But style. here's what I, I disagree with you in this regard: the kidhood potential template of fucking with Q-Tip is what he did later on on the Infamous, mm. where he puts the grimiest dudes on give up the goods and drink away. Yes, yes. great point. Yeah, it, yeah, count, it counters point. how hard and dark they are great on. Burner, burner, burner. I think the whole world's going insane. You know what I mean? And by I, using Q-Tip's production, that. that's where you're taking it less yes. gothic and horror. Lightening it Just up, by, right. you know, yeah. lightening it up. Yeah. Even if the subject matter, you know, is still whatever. Right, because Kid Hood was saying some absolutely wild inflammatory shit on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, here's what so I... Who, who's your pick? I'm looking at what dropped in 93. 93's uh, an ill year. Um... Jay Rue, we can't do it. So something would about not to say that. can't. They would. They were natural Fuck. enemies. They were not good. Jay Rue was not trying to go with their boat. So I don't know if uh, you could put him on a roster. Like people don't realize, Jay Rue was like a singular planet. Like he he had gravitational pull. He was really doing his thing. Ninety three. All right. Well, you. Fuck, man. That was gonna be my my, my pick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Piece of shit. You know. You know the. You know what I'm saying. It's right. Dude, like you're Jay the Rue. GM. You can make whatever call you, you can need. Do whatever. To. You know. Uh, I'm just. You know, you know who I. Mean? I... Some, some teams will have three power forwards. 
My, my first instinct was to say Tretch, but I think him and Ooh. Meth, I think him and Meth, like, that's too, that's too much at one Tretch point. Is a, Tretch is a superstar. He needs... Yeah, I think Tretch needs, needs his own place. His own, his own situation. Yeah. Like. Um, what about... Um, I don't know their work that well outside of the singles. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just looking at records that drop 93. Do it all from Lords of the Underground. Okay, so Low Tug... It was interesting when you look at it now in hindsight, there was a lot of little in beefs. Like people mm-hmm. didn't think they deserved their little spots. Fuck that. Fuck that. Okay. You know what I'm putting in? What? Intelli- intelligent hoodlum. Boom. Oh. He fits with woo, dog. Now, what year did yeah. he go tragedy Gaddafi, y'all? Later. That's like way that's like late that's, 90s. That's way later. Okay. Because in went, 93, okay. he puts out tragedy saga of a hoodlum. Okay, so and that, he's not. Like, is he messing with him. CNN yet? Not really. Nah, this is this. Yo, this album is all K. Def and Marley. Oh, so this is this is his first incarnation. And this I, is, well, this I, is his I, second I, album, yeah. Second album, but I love Intelligent. I, I mean, know. man, this is the follow up. This is the follow up. Man, I mean, think about this. By '93, he's kind of forgot. He's kind of done. Like, yeah, he faded, but it, but he went like, the way of Paris. Y'all see what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of that stuff was was kind of like you're not really selling records on that tip. Seriously, right. on the revolt tip. Yes, and that's what he was on. Like the intelligent was everybody who wants to raise a drink of Curly Castro by the reference Grand Groove by Tragedy Gaddafi. Now let me tell he y'all about Grand, Grand Groove. Groove. He released <laughs> Saga of the Intelligent Hood, uh, Saga of a Hoodlum in '93, which yeah. is what Grand Groove was on. So ah, there's Grand Groove for you. Grand That's Groove, one of the big, one of the greatest hip hop <laughs> fakeouts in in modern in history. You go, you go there thinking you're getting the video version. You play the, play the album, it goes to the end. You're like, well, you know, where is it at? It's at the end, obviously. You know, you let it play. Oh, man. And then you no, look at your CD five. counter, and it just... It's, it's over. It's, it's back to track one. So, wait, did I miss it? Was I, did I go to the bathroom? Crazy. Was I distracted? I played the record again. Where, where, is my, where is my Grand Groove? What is this version of Grand Groove? And it was like... Grand Groove, yeah. It was like, no, nah, I'm like, I'm like, it wasn't like some Dane Grease, but it was like some really, like, di- it, was, it, was, it wasn't the Diamond D version. Yeah, well, that's my pick. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I had Tragedy... You said you had Shaheem Castro and then Alaska. Who was your per, your person again? Um, Hood. Kid Hood. Yeah. That's okay. a great All right. Yeah. Jokes. So now for Def Jokes. Oh, Jokes. Easy. Juggernaut's record. Wow. Point blank period. Breeze Brewing solo record right after. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's it right Castro there. Juggernaut record. Period. Queen Heroin. Slim. Breeze. Breeze solo record. Boom. Wow. Clap. You get Blow the whole clip. Yeah. Boom. 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 Let Genius. the shells go. You are a That's fucking it, yo. masterful. You are the Sam Presti of rap GMs. That's it, yo. Take the whole so, shit. So I'm going to go with... I was considering doing Juggernauts or J-Treads, but I'm like, they're kind of already okay. affiliated. Okay. So I, I wanted to go with somebody not affiliated at all. Mm. And I'm going with FT. Good oh! call! Yo, all them white dudes are not having no FT album jokes, dog. They're going to storm the fucking LP crib and oh, set it on fire. FT, fuck that. Fuck like, that. Dude, but if, if, if FT comes out right after Canox, forget about it. And it was the, um, he had the double middle fingers. Yo, I mean, yeah. look, how many 12 inches did he drop? Seven? Oh, like, I, least, I got yeah. like, I have like three of them. FT, yeah. baby. It was oh, no, baby, what, what's, what's right the, the one Pharaoh line from Met, Metal Things where he says, "I swore on my father's grave, I make slave out of brothers who played brave." I was like, <laughs> "That shit is hard." MT of man, yo, dang, That's and I, you know like what? Sort of I never like knew what he looked like on a motorcycle. He was one of, he was one of those <laughs> yo, um, MCs. I never knew what he looked like. 
he never been saw that. I have no idea what he looks like. He did all, he did all that anim- cartoonish stuff. You yeah. know, his album covers was always... He had, he had this one joint, he was on this posse cut, and they made all of them in the superheroes. It was like eight of them. I, I, I yeah. have that 12. I can't remember what that is. I, I, uh, I think Pumpkinhead would have been really dope, too. Like, ooh. early Pumpkinhead, like when he was dropping those Stretch and Bob promos. Ooh. And, like, darker PH. style. Rest yeah. in peace. PH, yeah. Uh, all right, so you, so you said the whole entire Juggernaut's lineage, and then Alaska <laughs> said... FT and, and Pumpkinhead? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with I, – I got, I got two guys, actually. I'm thinking the more I look at – one, I would I would be curious to see Zion I on jokes. Mm. Zombie. I really like Zion I a lot. I think they yeah, would Zion, be – Are you taking cool. you taking Zion I as whole or you taking Ant? Yeah, Zombie and Ant. Okay. Ant right. I love it. I think Ant Blah is one of the most amazing oh, of God, all time. My, of all oh, time. my Lord. Producers? Yeah. Yep. And then here's another one. Ready? Who, he, dropped, he dropped that year. He had a lot of Jooks adjacent cats on his record. And I saw him open for Gene Gray. And Ready Cash, you are ready for the spot North by Northwest on, in Germantown. I seen him. Whoa. Yep, I performed there. Yep. Okay. He, a man by the name of Diverse. I would oh. like to see him get the Jooks stamp of approval. Because that record, oh. that 1 a.m. record is fire. You pulled that, that one up. Wild and out song with Post, and he had the RJ remix, which was crazy. Yeah, diverse. Yeah, Gene Grant record, Vast Air, Lyrics Born. Is RJ. he an international cat? Where are you from? Nah, nah, he's from um Detroit. Where's is he Detroit? Where's diverse from? Maybe I thought if he's from Detroit, maybe I'm thinking Canada. That's maybe I and did then that. He, and then real quick, listen to the audience out there, listenership. If you want to find the last joint he did, I have it. He he did a project called Hollow King from 2014. It's almost called Wise Fools. This shit is it's like some Yeezus type of shit. Nice. Diverse is ripping this shit. Look up Hollow King, Wise Fools. Drop that for the people. Let's put a little snippet yo, in. For that, the yo, that song is crazy. I was like, this dude, he needs to come back. Nice. The wise fools had their pocket full of scriptures. Knowledge for their crown, but they goblet full of liquor. Profit from the selling of their soul, so no wonder that they found something missing like the garments of the emperor. The wise fools had their pockets full of scriptures. Knowledge for their crown, but their wallets full of riches. Profit from the selling of their soul, so no wonder that they found something missing like the garments of the emperor. Serenity and silence, but no calming of the temper. Evolving, but revolving in reverse like the waters of the earth. When you south for the equator and it's spinning. Counterclockwise, an ironic plot line. Like the end is the beginning or the entrance. Is an exit. Perspective is subjective. It is theory. It's opinion that's affected so easy. Cause a wretched soul's needy. True directions exile. Ayatollah Khomeini. Texture textiles. Complicated song weavings. No easy way to see today along evenings. I woke dreaming. Yes, nice. diverse. And- All right. So, so why don't we make this the last question before the next break? All right. What we got? All right. How do you guys feel about Godfather Don? Who said Whoa. that? Oh, that is from. Um, the handle is Trapahannock, and sure. it's like Alexand two zero four nine three seven seven one. So it's a bot. Right. So it's a bot. Yeah, but you know, it's a Godfather Don bot. I mean, <laughs> Godfather, um, we, we, we Godfather like all right. So when I hear Godfather Don, immediately I know who we're talking about. I re- I remember some records. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the record. Like I don't know a goddamn thing about. Godfather. He worked with. He worked with Mentally. He worked with yeah, Metal. I don't, yeah, but he I don't worked know, with Metal. I don't know him and he also did uh, he did shit with Cage too, right? Wasn't he like Cenobites? Was that him and Cage? Dust the Duns or something? Oh, I didn't listen to Cenobites. I skipped that one. Really? Who was Cenobites? Yeah. Because I, 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 I Hellraiser scared the shit out of me, so I, I didn't know if I wanted to. 
put it in rap form. Seriously, like you that, mean the that, Sons of Man, Hellraiser from Sons of Man? No, don't you, don't you dare start Heaven Razor, baby. Heaven oh no, Razor, it's cool. Yo. Keith and Godfather down with Cenobites. There it is. Okay, and I and yeah. I, sometimes Keith would just weird me out. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna skip this one. I'll, I'll catch yeah. him on the next ride. Um, hell yeah. Um, was did he produce it all? Was he was he was he known to um hit boards? Um, I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, he was I'm, he was a producer. Yeah, so I'm, I'm remembering his, but he was also a rapper. Yeah, he's right. I'm just remembering his name in the credits. That's yeah, me too. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, we, 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 solid history. Like yeah. I said, as soon as his name comes up, Bing Bang, I'll start remembering. Twelve Inches of uh, was um was around in that era. I feel but like he I, was on like the Hydra Records or some shit like that. Hydra yes, he was actually. Yeah, like. that's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. About seeing that twelve. And, and he and he had some good work with Mentally. So yeah, yeah, um, I think he's on Seven on Seven Heads. I think he's on that. I think he might be, yes. You're right. Yeah, which I love seven, every seven that He double produced binding. Ultra Magnetics for Horsemen. Ooh, that's oh, really from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cool so guy. that far back. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's got, way he's got legs in the game. And, yeah. and obviously with yeah. the cool keep connection. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Okay. That was that was a All right. uh, that's, cool. hand in a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I was never a huge fan. I always I respected him and thought he was dope, but it wasn't like what I was checking for. Yeah, I don't know wow. shit about Godfather Dog. Right. What's cool. up, everybody? Your logic here. Cool. cool. It's break. Break time. Break. Except for release October 20th, 2020. Reserve your copy today. We got limited edition purple vinyl. We got CDs. We got T-shirts. We got posters. We got stickers. Multiple packages available. Go to iamelogic.com or logic.bandcamp.com and reserve your copy. This is a special record to me, my first self Joint. So I'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys. You know, forward to hearing it. You know what I'm saying? So don't sleep. All right, y'all. Peace. Back. Boom. And, uh, we're back. gonna get into Boom. this one from at Vacation Jeff eighty, aka Jeffrey underscore established nineteen eighty. Mm. And he wants to know why is Henri Osborne literally never talked about in hip hop conversations? Wow, good great question. fucking well, question. you're talking to the number one Henri Osborne fan in, in Philadelphia. Let's really get happy. it. Let's get it. All right, oh, man. Boom. First of all, first of all. All right. So, so, so first with with Henri, you got he's in two great groups, mm-hmm. right? He's in uh, Gray Skull with um, yep. uh, JFK. With, JFK, Ooh, and I want to feature. I've been wanting a feature from JFK for years, right? Um, and then he's also when he gets with Zavala. Um, oh, Dark Time, yo! Dark you know Time, Sunshine. Okay, we want to beat from him. Zavala, if you listening, we you know humbly come on with it. So mm-hmm. like, Henri's style. Because all right, so when he's with JFK, they like it's like a, an orgy of knives. Like the, their styles are so ill, just going mm-hmm. um, back and forth in their verses. But when he got with Zavala and did the Dark Time Sunshine, he tapped. That shit is. He tapped yeah. into Great something. And then dog. his solo record after that is powerful. It's too. really good. He, yeah. tapped, he tapped into something when he got with Zavala. So I, I, I'm like one of the biggest Grace Go fans in the Philadelphia area. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know why he's not talking about it. I love I Thank you for that question. I love question. me some Henri. Serious so- business. I have a theory on it, and, okay. and you guys can tell me if it if it's outlandish. But first of all, I agree with everything you said. Henri's fucking dope as shit. Grayskull are 
like one of the best groups out of like the the 2000s underground hip hop scene. Yeah. Also super cool dudes. Like I definitely did like shows and toured with them and had them at the crib when they came to New York. Nice. Real dope dudes. Um, but I would say they're part of a scene where nobody from that scene is ever talked about amongst the mm-hmm. greats. The Seattle shit. It, well, the Seattle, but it, also extended like sort of like, I know they hate this term, but like sort of like emo, dark, yeah. Yeah. underground, yep. like almost like sort of like rhyme sayers adjacent. Yes. Funny like, enough, it, check this out. It's a scene it, that people don't talk about when they're talking about the best. Because there's a veil and they don't bring them over. So, and yeah. Zilla, bear with me. Any rock and roll fans, bear with me. But to me, what you're saying, Alaska, is reminding me of groups like Stained and um, <laughs> those, that, that's, that, that, where it was like that pop rock stuff that didn't, didn't go past. Uh, Blink, no, not Blink, but uh, uh, help me out here. Um, like uh, Phantom Planet. I just remember I was into Phantom a lot of Planet. groups. I, love yeah. I was into a lot of groups that didn't cross, that didn't carry over. Like they didn't yeah. keep up with like Coldplay. Like after a certain time, they all either yeah. broke up. Who was the um, Avril Lavigne boyfriend group? Some forty one. Forty one. Yeah, like them. Where they? Yeah. You know, uh, Limp Biscuit. They're Canadian. Classic. Some forty one. But but just but just a lot of those groups, even System of a Down. There was a certain year where all that stuff Ooh. just kind of stopped. And I think yeah. that, to me, I'm, I'm thinking of that same type of hip hop you're talking about, Alaska. And it was a certain year where that stuff just kind of stopped. That their, their lane in the race was a dead end at that point. They didn't go past a certain it, threshold. But, but I think they are probably like, if you look at like the Pacific Northwest, they're probably like playing 500 to 1,000 people a night. Yeah. Yeah. They I, mean, I don't know for sure, but that would be my guess because it's but like. But the records aren't selling like that. They don't, they don't, and they don't go, they don't cross country. They yeah, stay regional. I mean, I think that's like a weird thing with that section of the country though. That's like still like one of like the few sections in the lower continental US that's like, it's the end. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you get out there and it's like, it's a different place, man. It's like different than Straight everything up. else. It is. And I, I think is. that sort of builds into that vibe. Like you go out there and it's like, they got a huge fucking scene. Yep. And you'll be packed and it's like, those cats out there. Well, maybe, remember, remember, maybe, uh, remember, uh, maybe the material aren't isn't transcendent out that group. To me, a lot of material homogenizing itself. It's just the, all those records are pretty much the same. Like what's standing mm-hmm. out. And so I, I talked to Z about this. I last. When I have a certain type of rapper, I'm only gonna pick that type of that group. So if there's like mm-hmm. five that are similar, I might only like one of them. Yeah. And then by default, I'm not gonna check for the other ones. Gotcha, and, yeah. and, and so like you know, there's, when there's a lot of sameness with certain artists, I'm only gonna pick one of the t- five. And that, yeah. that's who I rock with. Yeah. And, and a lot of their stuff really sort of took off in that window where like indie hip hop, for lack of a better term, was like kind of dead. Mm. Okay. Right? Like a lot of like the Dark Side Time Sunshine shit came out in like, oh, yeah. like 2010. Oh, yeah. Between like 08 yeah. and 2010, where it was like, yeah. Yeah. all right, like the whole like Jokes Rhyme Sayers thing was kind of like people didn't yeah, care about it that much. Yep. Yep. And then like Odd Future was coming next. Yes. So it was like yep. just this yes. no man's land where people weren't really talking about shit. Yes. Yep. And then and the West, I think the underground West was, yeah, you were saying the underground West was changing. Yeah. Uh, big, big sweeping changes. And so at that point, they probably didn't have the foothold. Far Side kind of went away. Souls went yeah. away. Well, Hyro was around, but like mm. not many releases. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, when you really look in the margins. Mm. But also, isn't Common becoming commercial at this point? I'm trying to think of like hip hop. Yeah, errors. Isn't he kind yeah, of commercial? Common already like he had already dropped uh, B or whatever the fuck that album was. 
Okay. Yeah. So like yeah. he's like super commercial. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Next question comes from um, Big R at Big R N S D. What are some of your what What are some what uh what ifs in hip hop that y'all think about? Like mine is like, what happened if cigarettes never shredded Ghost's voice? Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um, I, I remember this question. Um, my yeah. big one is uh the flood. What if the floods didn't happen? All right, um, but here, here's I, my counter to this because me and Barry were just texting about this. Ready? That okay. whole there's a flood and destroyed Inspector Dex album that destroyed Decal. I remember reading a story in Wax Poetics or some shit about you know the Mad Lib record, uh, the Blue Note joint he did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, he was like a day or two away from having to hand it in and all of his shit crashed. He remade the entire album in two days. But it's not, it wasn't what the other album is, obviously. It doesn't matter. It's a fucking twice. It's a mess. Right, right. So my whole point about RZA and the method I'm talking about, like on the flood, it washed away everything. I'm like, well... You're on some predeterminism? You're on some predeterminism. What I'm saying is, whatever it washed away... This dude still made Iron Man. He still made Wolf. He still made Dirty. He still made all these amazing fucking beats and all of this shit. And then magically, Meth or Deck or whoever lost out. I'm just saying, like, he recovered well. But well, let me. Story of dudes that bricked or did. Let me, di- let me dive in because. That's all I'm saying. When we look at our, our material, um, and probably I'll dive in with y'all with live from the line notes because I know this will come up because of some of no the, dive. Um, we don't we don't dive here. We don't dive. Whatever. Um and um Explore. because I know there's, uh, there's some um what we what? <laughs> we <laughs> unpack. We had no we don't unpack. We don't we don't do this, we don't do this fucking podcast talk. No. Okay, okay, sorry. We, we so when we so when we unfurl there on the record, <laughs> we'll we'll find we'll find out that um there's some history on some of those beats and so that's why I thought you were talking predeterminism. Bear with me. Listeners. Oh, I see. Okay. What will be will be because if you go through the history of some songs, you'll always find out, hey, I first went to this person to get a verse. They mm-hmm. couldn't do it. I ended up going to this person. They couldn't do it. And then the perfect person, the one that's on the record is on there. So it's like, if, but then like, if this didn't happen, would this happen? If they, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Would this exist okay. if this didn't exist? And so I think the what ifs lead to, you know me, I'm in time travel all crazy. So it's just a lot of butterfly effects. <laughs> Cause no, no, seriously. So like, no, I'm not like, living at you, but yeah. I so no, but seriously, there's like a um, a song I did uh called Cold, um, and it has uh like it has like it has uh, Wanda Maximoff featured on it, and um, <laughs> and um, and Love the, you man, I love and, you, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> but when I first set off, um, I was gonna have um Blackhearts on the record, on that record. Really. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they sent don't, it yeah. out to them. There was gonna be four. There's four verses on it. There was, there was gonna be them three, and who knows what that song would have been Ooh. if I put them on there instead of what it turned into, which is a really powerful song. Y'all can mm-hmm. check that out. It's on my Fidel record. So it's just a matter of like, yeah, we could talk about. Oh man, um, there's a AZ premiere record, but because mm-hmm. that didn't come out, what did come out, or because this person didn't make this move, or like, all right, um. I got a great one, Danny Brown. Okay, mm-hmm. if um, who, who was he on originally? It was No Limit or it was uh, Cash Money? No, no, that's Currency. Currency was on. He was on Young Money. No, no but Danny he was Brown, on No Limit, and then he was No on. Limit, right? But then Danny Brown was on. G-Man. Well, he was fucking with Tony Yayo. 
Right, but before that, he was with um one of those two labels. He was, he, he, he was they were trying to get a deal with Rockefeller, his group. Okay, called Reservoir right. Okay, so then I'll use the okay, but my, you you get my point. Let's use currency. Yeah. So this guy was doing mad, putting in work, writing, you know, um, but never yes. coming out. Yep. And and if that didn't happen, would that spurn the currency one man army that we know mm, now, or call. would he just be on the roster? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's just it's a lot of if and thens that that question leads me to. Because if one thing didn't happen, with another thing, so yeah, it might have just been a flash in the pan because he might have just had a whole bunch of like the same old beats that he had before. Yeah, yeah, quite a pound bullshit. Yeah, yeah. so you know, instead of getting with Harry Fraud and creating and jet life, creating a, you know, what I'm saying like, would he wouldn't do jet life if he was rolling with them? Why? True. Yeah, you're you know right. He would have been he would have been like entrenched in that world. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. What do you got left? Right, which, um, I'm going to go Canox. Ooh. Like, you know, if they didn't self-destruct and they... Wow. Oh. Like so you label. think Canox on some Hall of Fame they could have been in uh, at this point if they could have kept steadily releasing mm. that quality? Like I that mean, type possibly. Of like, like what, if, what if they followed up like two years later with another album LP produced? Yep. Or even like, say not LP, like say like they went and got Mad Lib. Mm. Or, or album Mad Lib, or, or RJ, yeah. RJ, you know, or RJ. Blockhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know oh I mean? God, yes. But yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So you already got the classic. If they did another one, even relative close, like now you got two feet, two yeah. statuesque feet. Mm. That's some Ozymandias yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that instead of standing on one foot and, and being blown over by breeze. Seriously, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they Straight have up. the classic, but they have the one classic to stand on their other leg. Ronan's blade is like this weak. Muscular dystrophy leg. You yeah. could tip them right over. <laughs> Straight up. I personally think that album's better than most people think it is, but that's a whole nother story. Oh, no, yeah. I think there's some great Vortal on there. Vortal is very hard to. There's an amazing Vortal on that. On that. I'm not saying the yeah. title right. Ronan's. Yeah. Blade. Okay. I think so. But yeah. but to wade through all that vast shit, seriously, dog. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh. My 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 what if is what if Biggie didn't die. Because oh my God. Biggie doesn't die, like I don't think Jay. I don't think Jay has that type of career. I think Jay because Biggie could have done anything. He would have been doing songs with Patti Labelle. Yeah, and I think I think Biggie would have also like lived enough to make like you know terrible albums and trend chase at some point. But Biggie was what I liked about him the most outside of, like his technical fucking prowess was like he was he was soaking up so much game from Puffy. Where he was flipping it around and doing that undias deal with and then Junior Mafia, yeah, and then Junior yeah. Mafia, and then Kim, and then he was pulling Cameron into the mix, and then he was gonna do the commission with Charlie Baltimore. Like he was, he was peeping the game from Puff so quick, and seeing like, oh, so basically this guy owns all of my shit forever. Okay, well instead of me being bitter about it, I'm gonna just do the same shit he does to me, like the way we fucking Michael Bivens did. He learned everything from new and new editions. Like, oh, I'm a jack. I'm gonna steal fucking boys to men shit. ABC, yep. like steal. Like, I'm gonna develop them and get a cut forever, and then yep. put, my, put my imprint and my sway and my power. Bib three, Bib kids, put them on. right? Knows that, all yep. that shit, right? Bib ten all stars or the fuck they were, Bib but like, yeah, Bib ten. Yeah, yeah but sorry. I'm like, I, I think I think Biggie would have kind of segued out at some point to be like a star maker, rather than like. 25 years down the line like the same way like like the same way like snoop now is in fucking corona commercials and martha stewart mm-hmm. commercials yeah yeah i think biggie, biggie would have segued with the age to being like the cool older rap dude but not 
Like having legacy is, but putting on so Yeah, it, it would have been interesting to see Biggie take the J track and get older yeah. and get better and see what he would have turned that into because he was definitely mm-hmm. better than them back then. So he would have been... Yeah. I mean, how do you think that could have impacted everything? Like, because when him and Pac died, created this giant vacuum, right? Right. Yes. Which allowed Jay-Z, but it also allowed, like, Busta Rhymes. It also allowed Outkast. It also allowed, like... Yeah. I think, who else? You know, the West Coast. All all the West Coast in there. All the West Coast. So how much would that have changed? Like, would would Outkast not have been, like, the biggest group in the world? I think they would have been only because they... They were. I bet you they would have had Biggie featured on their record. About that, they would have Biggie. Right, you're right. They would have had Biggie instead of. They would have Biggie featured. They would have Biggie. And Prince Paul was talking about the night Biggie got killed. He was. He was supposed to do to have him play the play the the the, either the villain part on Prince Among Thieves. That's some. Or um the big Mr. Biggs, the the Chug Rock character. He was gonna have Biggie be on the record to do either one. And then the night before Biggie died, or the day before, he hit up Capone. From Capone Noriega about to be on the remix for T-O-N-Y. Wow. So it was... It, it, like so Biggie would Big Pun have popped? Wow. Could you have more well, than one? I mean... Big, yes. But, but Biggie would have... He would have crossed over like hell at that point. Like maybe he would have started working with some white singers. Like seriously. Like... Yeah. I think I think Pun would have... I think Pun would have still done numbers because he was the first like big Latin dude. Like I think Big could have done a share of Madonna song. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's a good fucking dude. He did a Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson song, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Shaq shit, you can't stop. Yeah, him. I'm just saying, he he would, you know, those artists would have eventually worked with uh, Elton John, whoever, seriously. Yeah. Like, that would have been yeah. those type of moves. The pinnacle in one genre, yeah. with the pinnacle, that crossover, that big, like, walk this way. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, he already had that shit with, dude, fucking more money, more problems. Um, I know, that, that song was gigantic, that right? And it hypnotized, which I hated when it hypnot- first came out. Oh, I love it. But it was I remember they would just play on the radio nonstop. Boom, boom. Oh, wow. oh. And I think because it was a double album, I know we're going biggie heavy. People kind of diluted because that's an amazing record. I love that album. And that, there's that, so that, many. So if it was, a, think about, a, think a about if, if it was one record. Desert Island for me. Right think now. about if it was one record, all the best ones yeah. on there just truncated. That's like, <gasps> like that would have been like I would have been breathless. And I loved every track on there. But yeah. if it was just one record, twelve. Oh, I know. 14 of those but he just owned every style on that record all right i'm gonna cut the episode short right there we got uh another hour and 15 minutes to go for part two of this episode for part two of the mailbag because you folks have sent us really incredible questions they were fantastic some were absolutely silly some were dope as hell so i'm gonna cut it here check back for the next episode part two of the mailbag you can always shoot us more slander and crazy stuff at call out cold pod on twitter and make sure you're still leaving some reviews and stuff and likes and comments and subscriptions on uh on itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, wherever we appreciate that all right we'll catch you on part two so if you haven't heard your question on this one we'll catch you on the next one peace <laughs>